With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dennis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Domsberg. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Started off the year with 17 Grand Slams. Now he's on the brink of 21. I don't know if anybody can stop him. Is he going to become the greatest of all time? Welcome back, tennis fans. It is the US Open semi-finals now. Novak Djokovic, he secured the last spot in the semi-finals, taking out Matteo Bellatini in four sets. Uh, what a matchup that one was. We're here to discuss our thoughts on the semi-final matchups. 
JG, what did you make of the quarters, though? Uh, I was keeping a close eye on some of our predictions there. We didn't do too badly, I didn't think. We did okay. It was only Alcaraz, the man who couldn't get through, which was disappointing, a bit of an injury concern for him. But three out of four, I'll take it. I think that's a really good return for us. Uh, it's over 50%, so not bad whatsoever. And it's good to see a lot of people joining us for the start of this episode. Um, if you base it on the last quarterfinal one, we did okay. So let's see how well we do here. The big matchup, which everyone's been looking forward to from the start of the tournament to now, we're going to be seeing it. Um, and that is obviously Novak Djokovic going for the calendar slam. Uh, well, the calendar year slam. And he's won away. And ultimately, he's win two matches. And he's got that title, which is amazing. First person in the open era to do so. But Zverev in the hottest form ever. He's in his way. It's going to be so tricky. I think it's a 50-50 match. We'll be covering it live on the podcast. So make sure to join us for it. But just to wind back a little bit, Berrettini, Djokovic, we didn't get to watch it. I've seen the some of the reaction from Twitter and what people are saying about it. Jose Morgado, the people who stayed up, the people I trust. And from what I've seen, it seems to be more of the same Djokovic dominance. And a lot of people saying... Djokovic fans included, that was his best performance so far this US Open. So in one way, I'm a bit disappointed I missed it. But well, it's, it's perfect timing because now he's building up. And you've said it the whole time, that he starts slow, gets better every round. I think exactly. what we're going to see is this Zverev one. It could be one of the greatest matches we've ever covered on Game to Love. Well, exactly right. And you took the words out of my mouth. Everybody's been saying, what's wrong with Novak? He looks a little bit like... Is he injured? Is he? No, he's ta- he didn't have a warm up tournament. He's been warming up. And I think everybody else who's remaining in the tournament and now has Jensen Brooksby to thank for Novak Djokovic turning into the real Novak Djokovic. There was a turning point. It clicked. He l- lost that first set to Brooksby and it made him come to life. And the real Djokovic arrived in the US Open and Berrettini got the full force of it last night. Djokovic was incredible last night. He lost the first set, as we said, he probably would do. The same as the last two times that they played. Always loses the first set because Berrettini, big power hitter, comes out hard. But the same Novak comes back again and... I love watching it. I don't know why. It's the same story. It's like watching one of your favourite films on, uh, and you're just like, oh, I'm just going to go back and watch it again. I love watching it. He just finds the same way to beat everybody. Yeah, the thing and with Berrettini now... disappoints me though, man. He's been giving it the big one. He's been talking yeah. a good game <laughs> and he couldn't deal. He couldn't live up to the talk because he's been saying he's going to beat him. And I've always said it's a famous saying. You got If you can talk the talk, you've got to walk the walk. And he's not walking it right now. Because it's, it's, still, it's, it's just a bit annoying. Like, come on. We know you can take the first set. Why can't you push on? But then I think we've got to put, give a lot of credit to Djokovic. Djokovic, man. Before he was in, I've not seen the highlights yet. I'm oh. saving them because I know we've got work as well. There's so much going on. Check it out, uh, mate. I need to watch the highlights of it because I think Djokovic was incredible in that one. Really was. The I numbers mean, look good. The, the highlights were didn't really do it justice i tried to flick through the actual match when i woke up this morning i just the number of winners and stuff that he was hitting and it he made it look easy that's the worrying thing for everybody and that was the one thing that i was saying in the last round against brooksby is you sort of saw a, a change in him and now i'm worried 
about my my uh, yeah, original I was prediction. I going to ask you about that because it's, now, it's his fitness as well of Djokovic. Well, that's like, it. You see these young guns falling at the wayside. Brooksby was exhausted. Alcaraz finished. It's so hard to go from start of a tournament all the way through a Grand Slam. It takes. It's not just good tennis players who, who reach the end. It's someone who can go through like a marathon. The, yes. the, the the physical endurance of a Grand Slam is so demanding on the body. Djokovic, time and time again, proving he's number one in that field. I don't think anyone yeah. comes close. I know Nadal, people say how he fights. I don't think he has nowhere near the level of endurance as Djokovic even. No. And, it's and maybe the Nadal's a close second, but with his injury concerns, it's even harder for yeah. him. It's the body, isn't it? And yeah. I think Djokovic, uh, if you watch, if you get a chance, watch his post-match press conference as well after the Berrettini match. Really interesting to hear what he has to say about it. He's obviously being probed a lot about the calendar year slam and he's trying to evade the questions. He apologised. He said he doesn't really want to talk about it because it's just the sort of thing that if, it, if he thinks that far ahead, it won't happen type thing. So he's already had that pressure from the Olympics and he said he was very emotionally uh, distraught really mm. about not winning the the gold medal. Well, he took some tournaments and, off didn't he Cincinnati yeah. and just and had a rest. Can, he's very honest in the press conference and then he, they, they, he says I'm going to be playing Sasha Zverev again. He's in the best form. I've been watching him. He's playing incredibly but when it's over five sets I feel I'm the best player and this is where it comes down to. He said I think that over three sets yeah, Zverev, he just played great and I wasn't able to get going in the Olympics and then ultimately beat me quite easily in that final set. And he said, but over five sets, I have the endurance. I put so much hard work into my every aspect of my game to be able to win five set matches. And the endurance, like you said, that is the one thing that not no one else can emulate. He can go for about six out and he's actually said, I prefer it if it goes the distance as well that's scary yeah <laughs> it's a good point from branco saying last night the australian commentator said if this is a boring tennis for you then you are not a tennis fan alluding mm. to people saying that Djokovic is playing boring tennis i don't think that's a really good argument there's some people myself included who have have, have sort of tried to dismiss what Djokovic does by calling it boring it's the only reason it's people can say that is because he's just that good and he makes the game look so simple, but yet it's so hard. And I can't understand how he does it, but he demoralises his opponents. Often it can look a little bit boring, but it's, it's not really. If you're being honest, um, taking away all the biases of your favourite players and who you like, do you like Rafa, do you like uh, 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 Federer? It's not boring the way Djokovic plays. You've got to, it's just it's greatness. It really is. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. Boring's the you. wrong word. I think... A lot of people don't realise the main thing in Grand Slam tournaments as well. And that's why I'm so shocked when we, we go over to the women's pod next. The main thing to be able to win a Grand Slam is all up here. They're yeah. all incredible tennis players. We know how good they all are. Endurance and mental strength. If you've got both of those on your side, it's a force to be reckoned with because we've seen players of amazing ability never win Grand Slams at all. And yeah. I was actually watching quite an interesting documentary last night. I think I told you about it, the Mardi yeah. Fish uh, documentary. Very interesting one. Go and watch that if you get the chance. It's talking about his sort of struggle with mental health and stuff and uh, how he actually managed to sort of turn his career around and go back to the top of the game. Really exciting stuff. 
But yeah. this one, but that's the thing, the mental side. And he dealt with a lot of anxiety. I don't know how Djokovic manages to keep his on like an even keel. I mean, he still suffers, but much less than others. And he said his experience in these latter stages of tournaments is the thing which he has the advantage on all the other people in in the draw. So oh, yeah, 100%. And I think the only people call him boring is because he keeps winning. I think, <laughs> I think if someone keeps doing something... They say it's boring, but I think that's the wrong word. Like for You've Formula just got to say he's too good, maybe. Replace the... good for boring. Do you think they're going to do the same then for like they did in Formula One? Michael Schumacher won about 20 world championships and they said, well, we got to change the rules because you keep winning it every year. What This is not exciting. There's no one's tuning in. No, it's like they say in uh, Italian football, Juventus keep winning the league or <laughs> yeah. German football, Bayern Munich keep winning the league. I know it's changed around now, but you've just got to respect when, when, when a, a team or a player's on top and they're doing their thing, hats off to them. And Djokovic is doing his thing. But on Zverev, um, he's doing his thing as well. Yeah. And there's some great stats leading up into this match. I know you've got some on the screen. Yeah, let me... Uh try and select one of these uh this one well jose morgado our go-to guy he uh has all the good stats talking about most grand slam semi-finals in men's singles wow Djokovic. i didn't realize he was approaching federer so fast uh yeah, only so four behind. Well, now four away you'd expect he does it next year he'll probably get to the semi-finals of all <laughs> yeah. of them next year um crazy to think he, Djokovic could be tying that record as of end of year 22 which um, it's yeah. still going to be a big ask to reach semi-finals on all the slams next year. But the way he's playing, you can't. You, it'll be hard to think of who's going to stop him. Well, I, I totally agree. The only thing that stops, especially Djokovic... if he's world number one as well, because he seems to be having mm. quite nice draws until he reaches mm. say quarterfinals. Well, I think the only thing that stops Djokovic is injury now, and that's the only thing that can stop him. It's like himself. Can does he overexert himself? I think he's very, very smart though about how he deals with his body. He listens to it a lot. And his, um, I think his mental side, obviously the Olympics, some people might just go, I'm going straight back onto the court into uh, Toronto or Cincinnati. They, he might have lost or something. Yeah. He might have not been in the right headspace to go straight back out on court. He took the time. And I think it's paying dividends now. He knows he's got the right team around him. Uh, I, I have so much respect for Novak Djokovic and the way that... He carries himself in in those sort of press conferences and just not getting too over the top. He sort of handles the media quite well. That I know they're trying to stoke him and trying to poke the bear in the cage, trying to get something out of him. But credit to him, he's not taking any of the bait. And uh, listen, I like his press conferences. I always find them very interesting. Um, yeah. There are very few people who I'll watch a say a twelve minute press conference mm. and I'm sort of watching in awe. Like I'm listening to him. I feel like I learn from him. And Definitely. he's not my favourite player on tour, but he's a very wise man and a great person to be, well, sometimes, not always, with some of his antics. I think some of the other antics I'm not keen of, all the breaking the rackets and that kind of things. But he's a good flag bearer for the sport, aside from all of that. Yeah, definitely. I couldn't agree more. Let's go on to some of the more uh, more stats. I was hoping there. for the one with Zverev. So here oh, we go. So that's yeah, the one I wanted. One, so Djokovic, he's won his last 26 Grand Slam matches. Whoa. Zverev won his last 16 matches. And they're going to be facing each other now on Friday. Uh, we're doing this video to give our predictions on it. Yeah, I feel like we've done predictions to the death in terms of 
pre-match, um, no, pre-tournament, sorry, when we were doing the yeah. draw preview. We both anticipated this semi-final. I, was, I would have been absolutely shocked if we didn't get it. It was such a yeah. foregone conclusion that I would have probably put a £1,000 on, on us getting it and we've got it. So now, the question I'm going to ask you now is who's going to win? I know the, at the start you went Zverev before the tournament began. Do yep. you still feel like that after watching Djokovic? Well, that's the thing I've been mulling over in my head all morning long. After watching him against Brooks being against Berrettini, I'm and watching this, we'd covered the Zverev match against Harris. Um, I saw some frailties in Zverev against Harris, despite it was a three sets to love win. He could have lost one of the sets. Harris completely bottled it, unfortunately. I think it, my original thought was Zverev would beat Djokovic. Now I'm thinking if he beats him, he has to beat him three love because he won't beat him over five. And I think this could go five. And I think Djokovic beats him in five. That's my. So are you changing your prediction now? I am. I'm saying Djokovic wins in five sets. Okay. Well, I think it's my turn then. And Rupak here, he points out a great stat, which I didn't include in the in the tweets. And that Sverev is still zero and ten against top ten players in slams. Is he going to change that this time? Maybe. And I'll have to agree with my initial prediction. And that is, I think Djokovic makes this final. I really do. I think he beats Zverev. Um, he seems to be peaking at the right moment. I've been building up to thinking Zverev could really take him. But the more I think about it, the more I just think Djokovic won't lose it. And I don't think it goes to five either. I think it's going to be four. The usual four. I think Zverev takes the first and Djokovic takes the next three. Like he does to so many players. Um, Zverev is going to be the toughest match he could have. I think it's even tougher than Medvedev right now, um, which I wouldn't have said a few weeks ago or months ago. But, or even just before the Olympics, I would have probably said Medvedev is going to be his biggest threat. Zverev certainly is now. 16 matches in a row. You've got Masters in there, Olympics in there, and he's demolishing a lot of players in the US Open. It is going to be tight, but I'm going to be picking Nole. I am going to be picking him, and I'm going to think he's going to get the job done in four sets. Well, I think that that was the last time they played in the slam and it just takes him a set to sort of work these players out. I'm not sure which set it was that he won in the last time they played, but it was four sets. Yeah. And so there's part of me that thinks Verev has improved. So I'm not going to like completely rule him out. I think he could take a couple well, of sets. you have got one of our patrons here saying, come on, Ben, stick to your guns. I know, but I can He's only... He's and changing. I can only do it based upon what I've witnessed in the tournament. And like you were saying, as we go through the tournament, the pressure builds as well. We've seen what happens to Zverev under pressure in the past. But there's... I think he has to get it done quickly. I don't think... I think the longer the match goes, it favours Novak Djokovic. Oh, yes, yeah, that's just That's just the problem. Will Zverev be... Novak, three love. That's my question to people. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if he is to win, it's going to have to be very quickly. <laughs> and Djokovic is not going to have time to, to know what's happened. But I don't think that's even going to happen. Like, say if Zverev takes the first two sets, I think gear up for number five. Um, yeah. And it, it could be it could be more closer than, say, the Sissipas final at Roland Garros. If it was to go five this time, I think Zverev, for me, because of his serve, he he has the op- he has the opportunity to turn it on when he when when that's going well. Like say if he serves firing, as much as Djokovic is a great returner, I think he's even going to struggle with that. Uh, we've got Tots here saying a good comment saying Djokovic's professionalism is another level. Everything in his life is calculated to increase um, 
to increase his performances. He took that from Lendl and Sampras. Yeah, I mean... And it, another thing to, to yeah, counter to think, well, Rupak saying time spent on court uh, through five matches at the US Open. Zverev, nine hours, 23. Medvedev, nine hours, 47. And Djokovic, 13 hours, 18. With the biggest, Felix, 14 hours, 40. <laughs> and we're going to well, be getting on to Felix Medvedev uh, let, very soon. But I'll let you have your first last say on Djokovic, Zverev. Well, let me put that in this into perspective, though. Uh, Djokovic on court for 13 hours is probably equivalent to everybody else's being on court for about six hours. Halve it because he can go. He could probably go do a five set match in every single round and still be going towards the final. Which uh, is I, not normal, is it? Yeah, I, he's that uh, conditioned to five set matches and he loves it. And Felix would be more the worry for me. I think that that is a real 14 hours. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole 14 hours, 40 minutes there. Even yeah. that 40 minutes is probably pushing him. I mean, don't get me wrong. Zverev had to really come through and show some strength in that Olympics and win that gold medal. And then to do what he did uh to come back from adversity in Cincinnati to beat Sissipas as well, that was showed some good mental strength in that match. The trouble is, it's over three sets. And that's the, that's the main thing here. Yeah. The main uh, factor in this is, can he do it? And can he win three sets against Djokovic? Can I know he can win two. Yeah. yeah I don't know if he can win mate, three. It's the big thing. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I know he can do two, but three is just a big... <laughs> a big gap and I do have Djokovic going to the final I had it before the tournament began so it's going to be great for my bracket if he can beat Zverev mm. um, I suppose you'll have the German flag and I'll have the Serbian flag for it as well I probably yeah I would have to go with what our bracket yeah. said uh, and there's part of me that would still love it if Zverev was to win because he would emulate Andy Murray in doing the same thing winning the Olympic gold and then winning the US Open well, and maybe he's not won it yet he's still got to then be, get through the next semi-final and let's move on to that yeah, well, yeah, yeah exactly Felix versus Medvedev we brought up the time on court <laughs> this is the uh, uh... Medvedev was he the lowest I think he was yeah, yeah, no, no, Zverev's I mean, like, the shortest, but it's about 20 minutes in close. from Medvedev. I think he's only because he was playing around in one of the no, sets he gave against Van der Zandt 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 set, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he was playing at. But Charity. listen, <laughs> I feel terrible for Felix. I think, actually, not, I shouldn't say that because he's got to a semi final of a grand yeah, slam. Yeah, exactly. I don't think before the tournament he really believed he could get that far um, looking at the draw, but he's no. done it and he's beaten some good players along the way. Um, and I've got up some of Felix's stats here in Grand Slams. Nice. And this is obviously his best ever result. But he's following it up from a brilliant year because he got to the quarterfinal this year of Wimbledon, uh, playing okay. very well. He knocked out Zverev, didn't he, in the round before? Yeah. Uh, so he had a great Wimbledon. And prior to that, he's only ever really reached sort of first round most times, third round, a fourth round of the Australian Open this year. But 2021 has really been his best year. He's so young. The future's so bright for Felix. I expect him. I'm going to make a big call. I think he's going to win a Wimbledon one time because I think grass courts, he's amazing on. Um, and he's going to do something that's very special at Wimbledon. I'm not sure when. Uh, probably when Djokovic is <laughs> no longer playing. Um, but in this in this situation, on the hard courts of the US Open, we've got Medvedev. I know you've got some stats for him, but he's uh, we obviously know he got to the US Open final yeah, yeah. not too long ago against Rafa. He probably would have won that match if it was going on a little bit more. Um, he was coming back and Rafa looked a bit shaky in that fifth. And then 
Yeah. Obviously, Australia start of the year where he just didn't. He was pretty bad in that final. Djokovic blitzed him. Um, is he going to beat Felix? I think he does, and I think it's going to be straight sets as well. Well, um, yeah. Another point uh, to really uh, allude to here. Obviously, coming into that match with Djokovic in the Australian Open, I know we said it uh, on was it yesterday. Zverev. He, well, Medvedev was on a ridiculous win streak. He was on about 20 match win streak going into that final, and Djokovic blitzed him three love. Zverev on a, what was it, 16 match winning yep. streak at the moment? I don't know. It's just one of those things that Djokovic has the ability to have just, I don't know, beat, end people's winning streaks. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Felix versus Medvedev only met once before, and it was very close. It was three years ago, and it was in Canada, but it was a a three-setter and a tie-break in the final set, 9-7 for Medvedev. So if that's anything to go by, that one could potentially be a really competitive match. But yeah. I think Medvedev has sort of moved on leaps and bounds on the hard court since yeah. then. And, and it's the back end of the year as well. Uh, yeah. Medvedev, anything past summer or past say, March, really, the start of the year. Forget January to March, he's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Anyone can beat him. I think Jules Simon beat him. Uh, not too long ago in like a February time or something. Yeah, bagel, he can then. lose to everyone. Yeah, he got bagel. <laughs> like but Medvedev this time of year, he's the, one of the best players in the world, uh, yeah. especially on the hard courts. You see what he did in the ATP finals last year. He beat all of them. Beat everyone. Yeah, beat Djokovic. He beat Zverev, I think, team. Uh, Nadal. Just I don't think yeah. anyone could get close to him. So yeah. let's see what he can do here. I expect him to beat Felix for many reasons. One, he's not been on the court as long. And two... I think he knows now this is a really good opportunity. And, well, I'll add another one as well. I think with him, he's not really been pushed this whole tournament. He really mm. hasn't. There's never been a moment where I thought he's going to be going out. He's not faced any adversity in matches. He's not even really had to play his best tennis for a whole duration of a match. You can see against Van der Zandsluck, he took about a set off. Didn't have to play his best. Here, I reckon because he knows the occasion and the chance to get to another Grand Slam final... We could see a bit more of a consistency from him. And if we see a consistent Medvedev who's really zoned in to the match, if he wins the first set, I think it's done in three. Is if he loses the first set, that's when it could get interesting. But if he can win that first set, it's done. Yeah, uh, I think I think you're right as well because he lost the first set last time they played and then came back and won. It's either going to be three or four, but I think we're of the same uh mind i'm going medvedev as well i think it's just it's sort of he's had a nice draw i'm not gonna lie i think yeah. he's, he's he's had a, the best draw for sure yeah for it's, it's it's been a very very i wouldn't say easy but he's made it look super easy that all the players yeah. that he's had to play and felix i think he's just had a great tournament uh if he can go in there with that sort of mindset just think not trying to aim for the final he could take a, a set Listen, I, I don't think felix has any pressure on him he should just go there freedom smile on his face try and do his best um and no one's yeah. going to be critical of him if he is to lose because medvedev expected to win i think everyone has it like that the bookies have it very uh one-sided too yeah do it for canada because you've got leila fernandez as well uh, in there, I thought quite an interesting thing as well. Just to uh, bring up, there was just another uh, statistics on here. Oh, one second. There was uh, obviously this one. Novak Djokovic wins eighty U.S. Open uh, matches now, which is a pretty good uh, number there. Nice round number. He's pretty happy with that. Probably wants to make that eighty-one. Uh, oh, I reckon it'll be a hundred soon, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, this one was quite interesting though. The countries represented in the uh, 
US Open singles semifinals. Oh, so no. they've got seven different countries represented. Obviously, Canada being the one which is in there a couple of times, I think. So yeah. we've got Germany, Great Britain, we've got Serbia, Russia, Belarusian, and the Greek as well. And I think uh, she's in the, the most. Do you know the most shocking thing about this graphic? There's no Spain or Italy. Yeah, I know. How mad's that? Or uh, Switzerland. <laughs> well, we've seen enough of that, I think. Yeah, that, that one's been on there for many times. Uh, anyway, I'll take that one down now. I know that we're sort of running uh, quite long on this one. We've got a women's one that we're going to be doing just after yep. this podcast as well. So that Yeah, I think good. that sums, sums it up. I don't know if you want to go to the last semi-final graphic, the, the overall one, and we'll just give a, a summary of our thoughts. Just to clarify, me, Djokovic wins in four sets against Zverev. Oh, did I say four or four? No, four, four. sets. And Medvedev wins in straight sets. So it's going to see a number one, number two seed final for me. Yeah, I'm going to go five sets, Djokovic. And yeah, I'm going to go straight sets as well. Sorry, Felix. Ooh. Yeah, I'm being Felix. mean. Yeah, I feel a bit mean with that. Um, I hope Felix surprises us. You've got Judith and Uncle Tony working his magic with Felix. Wow. Maybe Uncle Tony's going to do whatever he can. Imagine Felix beats Medvedev, then Djokovic in the final. Well, he's gone under the radar a little bit. We've not spoke loads about Felix, and he has the possibility. It's a really slim, but if he does that, then <laughs> wow. Well, maybe it's the year of the the Canadians. The maybe shocks, it's yeah. Felix and Fernandez. Maybe it's their year. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's wrap this one up. If you haven't already, guys, please hit the like button on the video. Subscribe if you're new, and we'll be bringing you another one of these for the women's very soon. So we're talking about Raducanu. Fernandez, the possibility of them reaching the final. Is Sabalenka going to finally do it or Sakari? It's going to be a new Grand Slam winner. Uh, join us on that one very soon. Like and subscribe and see you guys soon. See you in a sec, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.